What's good? You're listening to Wasted Radio. My name is Matt, and today I have a really cool band. This is an interesting one, man. I was on Instagram one day, and I was scrolling through, and I find this band. Um, the band is called Hemorrhage. They're from San Francisco Bay Area, and they do this thing where they have this minibus, and they set up the whole band in the back of the bus, and they just take it on the road, and they basically pop up and play wherever the fuck they want. And that, to me, is like the coolest idea. It embodies everything uh, that this is all about, right? Um, if you can't get on shows, fine, play in the parking lot. If you can't you know, uh, get to the promoters um, that are booking local slots on some of these bigger shows or whatever, you know, find another way, find a way around it. Uh, Hemorrhage is 100% DIY. Um, it's run by John and Toby, and John is an entrepreneur. He owns his own business. He's got all kinds of things going on. So of course, you know, I'm really appreciative that he made the time to call in and do this show with me because, um, hemorrhage is doing a lot of big things right now. And I think that they're going to have a really bright future. I wanted to get them on the show because I thought the idea was unique. I thought it was really, really smart. Um, and I thought, you know, we have stuff for the core. We have stuff for the metalheads. Um, hardcore kids and metalheads alike, you're going to love Hemorrhage. You need to check them out if you haven't already. You can find them on Bandcamp, Hemorrhage, uh, and on Instagram, Hemorrhage SF uh, is their Instagram. Before we get into the interview, I'm going to play a song uh, that's a more recent song. I think it's probably about two years old, but the song is so hard we have to play it on the show. The song's called Imperial Roll. We're going to get that off, and then my interview with John Ork of Hemorrhage. Check it out.
All right, you're on with Matt on Wasted Radio. I'm here with John from uh, Hemorrhage. What's going on, dude? What's up, man? How you doing? I'm really good. Uh, it's great to connect with you, man, because I'll tell you what. Um, I know that you guys have been a band for quite a while. Um, yeah. But you've recently kind of popped. Um or you're you're in the process yeah, of you're in, like you're in this process right now where like I'm seeing you everywhere. Um, I've seen you reposted so many times. I've really, seen, it's like that, <laughs> dude. For real, it's it, like cool, I've seen so many people reposting you. You guys are like popping off, at least on the things that I follow. Um, but it's all because yeah, that's pretty cool, man. Yeah, but it's all because of the bus. We have yeah. to talk about the bus. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we can talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, dude. Where did the uh first of all, um where did the idea come from? Is this something you guys have been doing for a while? Yeah, we've been doing it since like 2017, 16, something okay. like that, or maybe 15 even. Really? Like we we originally had a van. Mhm. Yeah, so like how I came up with the idea is like also watching this movie called uh, Sound of Noise. It's okay. a Swedish filmmaking. And it's like the one of the scenes in that movie is like there's this guy playing out of playing his jumps out of the van and i was like holy shit that's a good fucking idea we yeah, should do we should do it <laughs> we right, should do, so and then just it, pop up wherever you want yeah and then that way we don't have to like ask for permission to like for these promoters to like let us play because like uh here in the bay area there's like a lot of politics around the getting shows you know it's, i think in general there's a lot, like you, that's why you see the same local bands opening up for the big guys and then like uh, yeah, sometimes you have to pay to play to like open up for a big band, and we're just like, you know what, fuck it, like we're just gonna find a way around it. That way we don't have to deal with these promoters, and then like we can just do everything ourselves, and then yeah. we that way we can make all the profits, you know, because like we we're business people too, you know. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, you want to have a successful band. Um, yeah. And you guys are like completely independent, like totally DIY, yeah. right? Yeah, we are completely independent. Yeah, that's awesome because you have a website. You've got, um, you know, you're organized. Like where you're gonna pop up now. It's kind of like a food cart. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we pretty much took the the food cart idea. You know, yeah. like uh, and like we bring it to music. The thing is with us, like since we're also good with business, we're able to like see things in a parallel universe. Like sure. in, instead of like. Like uh oh, mu- music and food is still di- totally different things. I can see the common denominators, and I can like, I can like uh, use some other influences. Yeah, I can understand for sure because it's not easy to break into heavy metal or to break into the music scene at all. There's a lot of barriers, and you kind of have this approach where you're just like, you're forcing your way in, and it's like the most yeah. punk- it's the most punk rock thing I've seen. <laughs> Like yeah, I also like grew up in the punk scene too, so it's like it's all about like fuck the establishment. But the thing is, there's an establishment within the punk scene yeah, that yeah. people don't really think about. It's For like sure. there's all these gatekeepers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you know, just, so like yes, yeah, so you just go around that and park in front of the building. Like uh, when you do um, like a Metallica show, for instance, if you pop up yeah. in front of a Metallica show, um, is the reception like generally overwhelmingly positive? Like the attitude in the air, people don't really, nobody's really getting pissed off or aggravated about this. Not really. Just like sometimes when we pop up on like neighborhoods, like you know, more residential areas that. <laughs> 
thing's going to happen. But at the same yeah. time, it's like, how can you stop something like this? You know, like, yeah. how can you stop like 100 people rocking out out of the bus? You know yeah, I mean? for sure. How many times like, a week do you guys play? Uh, we were playing like, sometimes we play five times a week. We're, we're lucky enough that the Bay Area, a lot of bands pass through here. Yeah. So like, and we have we have San Francisco, Berkeley, Oakland, San Jose, Santa Cruz. Like we have like at least five or six cities that a band for sure will pop up. Yeah. So we just do pop ups there, and That's like awesome. we, and on top of that, we 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 like music in general. We just don't like stick into like one genre. Yeah. So like uh, we feel like, oh oh you you like, for example, we like Touche more. Okay, let's go fucking do Touche more, or like yeah. we can do Metallica. Because we're all fans of music, so we can go anywhere, and we feel like that's kind of uh, transcending on our part. We're like, yeah, we we sound like this, but people kind of respect it, and at the same time, they kind of hear the influences that all these other bands that we like to play with, or like we trying to play with. Yeah, no doubt, dude. I respect the grind more than anything. I mean, like the music's good. Um, it's like punk rock influenced thrash metal. I guess would be a great way to explain it there's some yeah. hard there's some hardcore influence in there too for sure um but the uh the approach is just so in your face i love it dude it's it's just so like like i said punk rock <laughs> yeah thanks yeah like you said it came out came out of the punk scene you know for sure like uh like I know, there's so many bands out here who like kind of did the same thing you know like uh yeah. dead kennedy's came out of san francisco and like we we studied all those bands and we we also studied like rap music like the Bay Area is prominent with the with the raps in too like mm-hmm. uh the the whole entrepreneur entrepreneurship came from the rap scene yeah like we got Master P E Forty they you know like all those people like uh, we learned from all, all those all, all that all that stuff you know and we yeah. kind of like took it in and do their own thing did uh did you ever pop up in front of a rap show yeah, we actually did Tech Nine uh, two days ago. Who who again? You cracked up. Uh, Tech Tech Nine. Oh no shit! That's really cool. Did yeah, you, I, I bet the uh, I bet the fans thought that was really cool too. Yeah, we had a really good crowd. Yeah, that's awesome, man. It was, it was awesome because like like Tech Nine is like our main influence business wise. You know, yeah. like he like he did like the whole strange music thing, and then, like we were we were trying like. He did it all himself. Him and him, his business partner, did it all together. And they were like, "What if we can embody both of them?" <laughs> and like we fucking. Then on top of that, we designed, print our own shit. So it's like, like we really not outsourcing anything. Yeah. You know? Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and you have merch set up right there. Like it's all like compact. You just pull up yeah. everything, and then you can just like shut down and leave like real fast if you have to. Yeah. Yeah. If we have to, usually like. But the but the cops shows up or whatever. Uh, we're already like selling merch, so yeah. they they can't really do anything because we have a we have we have a seller's permit. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we yeah we, we we studied how the business works and we we've learned from like really good business people. So like uh, that really played a big advantage to our to our thing. Well, I mean, like you have to make smart decisions like that too. Like you, you know, you establish it as a business you're doing business i mean like it's not like you're not just causing ruckus for the sake of causing ruckus like you are kind of causing ruckus but not really 
in a bad way. You're just like loud promoters of, you know, what you're doing. Um, but I think that, well, the way that people are reacting to it and the way that people are like, um, I, I mean, at least what I'm seeing and like my feeds and stuff, uh, it's just, you're, you're doing what you're doing is like so overwhelmingly positive and it's making people happy and it's giving people something to talk about and like be a part of. And, and I just think that's a really cool component of what you guys are doing. Oh yeah. I mean, to be honest, I wasn't thinking about that. I wasn't thinking about it like that. I just thought like, Oh, they, they think we're doing school. Like, I think that's why like a lot of the businesses, local businesses are starting to like, work with us because they kind of saw the hustle and they're going through the same thing mm-hmm. and it, it's beautiful to like see like you know they they love music but they're like doing something else you know yeah. like uh we, we started working with like like weed companies or like uh uh we started working with uh bike com- bike companies and it, it's really cool yeah i saw um you crashed an exodus show the other day and gary holt came out and watched you yeah yeah that that's got to be that was pretty cool. the coolest thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the coolest thing is like, uh, so we we're setting up, we pulled up and we saw their tour bus. They're stuck in the middle of the street. And like, I saw Gary Holt came in. I was like, yo, Gary, girls right there. And then, uh, we're just like, well, what should we do? Should we like stop or should we just like drive somewhere else? And you're like, you know, fuck it, let's just do it here. And then their, uh, their, um, their driver convinced all of them to come out. So they're like, do you want to play a song for Exodus? It was, or just like, sure. <laughs> then yeah. that's how that's how it all came together. That's so cool, dude. Gary is like a huge influence. Um, ever since, like, man, I don't know that. Just the the sheer amount of talent that that guy has, it's incredible. Um, but it's yeah, so man, cool. like he has his own signature fucking guitar. That's so awesome, man. Right. It's so <laughs> cool. It's so cool though that he's like chill enough and and wants to come out and like see that and be a part of it that's really awesome um, yeah that was really cool uh that was the thing that we were like iffy about because uh most you know most bands are on that level don't really like fuck with smaller guys like us so it was really it was really cool for him to like show up yeah i was i was actually just gonna ask did have you pissed anybody off yet or have you heard yeah 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 like i'm not gonna name names but like some people sure. like talk down you know like yeah. in bigger bands too which is funny because they're already up there you know like right well what, what are we doing wrong you know like we're just innovating shit yeah no doubt <laughs> you know like we were a fan of you you know like yeah exactly that's why we that's why we showed up to your show because we want to introduce ourselves yeah and, exactly. and like the best way we can do instead of like going through like four or five people that like who's never going to care about our music we just gonna put out, put ourselves out there, and then if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you can just walk away. Yeah, exactly. nothing happens. <laughs> you know? So, uh, how did this, how did this band start? <laughs> oh, it's a high school band, you know. Um, I, I just had a dream of like wanting to like play music, man. Like, yeah, I went to Africa. So, like, I went to Africa to build a school, and then like every night they had like a, a drum circle. And then, like, uh, I didn't, I had no prior experience of music then, They just, but they just kept bothering me to, like, play play some of the drums, you know? Mm-hmm. And I finally did. And then, like, something happened. I don't know, something happened that, at that moment. Something took over me. And, like, I guess I was playing well. And then, like, people just were just shocked that I, I played well. And I was like, man, that felt really good. So, like, from this point on, I want to be a musician. And I'm going to do it no matter what. 
That's awesome. That's a great attitude yeah. to have. That is so cool. Um, Thank you, man. Yeah, and then you uh, – is this your first band? I mean, is this like – Yeah, this is like, the first band. This is yeah. It? Wow. That's yeah, that's a, I, decided, I decided then and there. I was like, I got to be in the band. This is the band I got to be in. I don't care what happens. I got to make it work. Damn. And like, who's, who's ever been in for the ride? This is for the ride. So you like, I, I promise – yeah, you like poured your heart and soul into this shit, dude. Yeah, thanks, man. Like, I, I'm glad that like people are starting to see it because, like, it really, it really, like, I, I put everything in here. Like, that's all I think about. No doubt. Um. So, uh, which one do you want to talk about? Low Life, Imperial Rule, Death Toll Corp. I love this music, dude. <laughs> yeah, actually... They're going deep cuts, bro. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, uh, I, um. I've been listening just like for the past couple of days. Cause I knew I was going to talk to you anyway, but like, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just great music, man. It's so energetic. And so there's so much of it. Like it just goes on and on and on. And like, you know, you guys, it, it just, it just shows that you guys have like this, you know, drive. I mean, your hustle outside of the studio is like, it looks like that's your same hustle inside the studio. So, you know, I think so. We, we tried to like match all, all of it, you know, everything comes in the package. I wasn't, when, when like I figure out like the fucking industry is not just going to take care of you. They're just going to fucking make money off of you, you know, like, so like I learned all that shit from the business side to the creative side. Yeah. So like that way I have, I feel like I have control of everything so that I can express everything the way I want it to. So uh, here's a question. Can people book hemorrhage? Like, do you guys, will you guys play shows or do you, are you just entirely independent at this point? Uh, at this point, we're only booking private events. Mm -hmm. And uh, the rest is like, uh, we're, our ears are always open, you know? Yeah. yeah uh, like, no uh, but, but for the most part, we're just completely independent, you mm -hmm. know, like, uh, because like no one can really match the hustle that we're putting in right now. Yeah. yeah. Unless exactly. they can, it's a 50 50 deal. That's what I always say. Like, mm -hmm. it's a partnership, well, everything that we do. So, if you can match, a partnership means 50 50. If you can't match our 50%, then like maybe next time, yeah. you know, but we're, we'll never say no, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Because, uh, you know, I, I don't see, um, especially in metal. I don't see like a lot of metal bands ever kind of like, I don't know. It feels, it feels like metal bands kind of get into a certain um, like stream of shows through a certain set of promoters and, and stuff. And that's like how the underground industry works as you get into like the yeah. labels and stuff like that. And I feel like there's a lot of bands like you guys that get lost in the wash completely because you're not like a part of that circuit um and i feel like yeah, totally. i feel like if there were more metal bands that were doing creative things like you're doing um then you know it not only would it like diversify and open up the metal scene to so many like acts that would otherwise not be seen by anybody um it would really like i think i think it would give artists in general a better sense of independence um, because you're kind of like showing that you can do this independently and be successful at it, 
you know, and you're turning a lot of heads too. Yeah, that, that's the idea of it. Like, uh, I, like I said, I see rappers do it all the time. How come we can't do it? <laughs> like, exactly. So, so we, 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 we took that whole idea and like fucking push it further. I'm gonna, and I'm hopefully, gonna... like, what's up? Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, uh, hopefully, it inspires other people, and other, you know, it just changed the whole game. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I want to I want to jump back a little bit again. Um, and yeah, just, I'm a guitar player. Uh, how long have you been playing guitar? I've I've been. The funny thing is, like, when I started this band, is that's when I picked up seriously <laughs> the guitar. Yeah, Dude, actually, awesome. I picked up the bass first. <laughs> And then, like a year later, I played, picked up the guitar. So I was like, yeah. 14 years ish, you know? Okay. That's cool. So you taught yeah. yourself everything? Yeah. I okay. took, I fucking bought tabs or like look up Ultimate Guitar, you know, all, all that stuff. Yeah. And then, I like, I just started writing my own thing. Yeah. Yeah. Those were the days, right? Yeah. <laughs> those were fun. Playing, playing guitar for like six hours or some shit like that. You know? Yeah, dude. When you had the time Fine. to do that shit. Yeah. Yeah, all you do is that and like watch some YouTube. We wasn't that big yet, so that you don't get caught into the caught up into the rabbit hole. You watch like music videos and all that stuff. Yeah, pretty cool. Right. Um, yeah. Dude, what was I just gonna say? Um, fuck, I don't remember. Um, what kind of guitar do you play? I play in uh, an ESP LTD, uh, okay. black metal. Yeah, equips. You have, I'm sorry, and, uh, black metal pickups? Yeah, uh, black metal equips. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. The, the EC 1000, pretty much. Just the black oh, yeah. metal version. What do you play? Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's like one pickup, one knob. It picks up all the, all the stuff, man. It's, it's really cool. Yeah, highly recommend it for people who are like just want to play, don't care too much about all the other ins and outs of a guitar. Yeah, for sure, dude. What do you uh what amp do you play out of? I play the fifty one fifty. The EVH original one. Hell yeah. I have a I combo have that same one right and here. Oh cool man. I have the yeah. combo and the the head. So it's like two rare things in one place, you know. What do you <laughs> you uh... can't find that anywhere? What do What's you up? think of what do you think of using the combo when you do you use the combo when you play in the bus? Yeah, I use the combo when I play, when I play in the bus. It sounds great. Is it? It's it's plenty loud. Yeah, yeah, it's very loud. So, like, how do you like guys... usually? Go ahead, go ahead. What's up? Oh, usually they just like when you're playing a hundred watt amp, you just put it to three anyway. For sure. Man, yeah, and you then guys mic like yourselves and like amplify it from out of the bus. No, but we're thinking about doing that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so we're right like, now uh, we're... like right now it's just like raw. You just turn the amps on. Yeah, turn the amps on, and then we have the PA for the vocals and the kicks. Wow. Yeah, and then, that's yeah, awesome. straightforward like fucking DIY. That DIY, is, like, yeah, straight up DIY. Console, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much how we did it. We we gave it like a like the DIY attitude from the punk scene, and we yeah. just like put it to the extreme. <laughs> so is this the busiest you guys have ever been as a band? Yeah, but we always been busy though because yeah. we were like we were building a business while we were doing the band, and now both of them are like kind of 
getting somewhere, you know? Yeah. What do you do on like professionally? Uh, I, I do this professionally and, yeah. and, uh, I do the savage people, our business, which right. we do a uh, screen printing. We pretty much, we do everything that we do for the band and we serve it as a service for other people. That's sick. That's, yeah. So, so like, if you want to fuck with us, it's like the one stop shop. Like we can do videography, photography, graphic design. Um, we do, um, screen printing. You know, the only thing we do, we don't do is recording because we don't think we're good enough for that yet. So we eventually wow. we're going to have that. Jeez. So yeah. It's just like you just run a media company pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> but mainly for us, but like, yeah. you know, other people hire us to do that. So, so it's like, it's kind of cool. So we're like, we're getting better at it regardless. You know? Yeah. So you in-house everything, all your art and everything. Yeah. Yeah. We do. Yeah. Even, even the design, like, you know, that we draw all that all our artwork and stuff damn yeah and yeah, so, completely independent yeah so savage people is the three of you that basically like actually Savage was the two of us right now uh our okay. drummer right now just joined uh recently uh-huh. so uh right now he's just involved with all the hemorrhage stuff and That's the cool. savage stuff is just me and toby yeah yeah wow man because like we have like a certain formula and flow already of things and then uh like it takes a while for somebody else to get that slow, you know. Is it hard to keep up with both and like work and hit these concerts in the evening and everything, or is it all pretty? Uh, uh, no, it's, it's not that. It's not that hard because like uh, we we plan things like weeks ahead. Okay. You know, and uh, so for example, for this week it was like, oh yeah, one day we're gonna be printing all these orders, and then the next day we're gonna be printing all our online sales. And then uh, at night, we we just go play, and then like we we go home, and then like we wake up, like we start. We usually start work around two o'clock, and then like uh, since we work efficiently and we have less people to deal with, we can get things done a lot faster. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. So, and then do you have pretty much like a daily band practice too? Yeah. Well, well, we're playing. Well, it depends on like the week. Sometimes we play like every day, you know. Mm-hmm. So we don't really practice. We we just pretty much just play shows every day, which counts as practice. I feel like. For sure. Yeah, and then uh, when we're going to record some songs, and we're gonna rehearse for like a whole week, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, we pretty much like our 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 schedule kind of fluctuates at the same time we have the flow, because like we we all of us do this full time. So, um, what are your favorite concerts that you've crashed so far? Uh, recently, my favorite show actually wasn't a crash. It's like uh, we we just pull up in in downtown LA and then we just played there and oh, that's awesome. and like there's like the the there's like a hundred people out there or something like that more than hundred people Damn. and there and not just more than hundred people more than hundred people into it. So yeah. it was like, it was really cool. And then uh, the other two, I would say like the Cannibal Corp show in Berkeley was really cool. And then okay. the the Home, Homestead Festival where uh, Ceremony and uh, uh, Ceremony and Touche Moore headlined. That was really cool too. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and at all and these places, the- all these places you guys were like warmly received and everybody loved it. Yeah. That's so cool. As far as we know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, but I mean, you can, you can tell, you know. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, well, we can still play them on the merch we saw too. So it was it was a good night. So. Hell yeah! Um, and you uh you crashed a system of a down and corn show. Yeah, that was like the early days. I think that was our second uh-huh. time doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How'd that go? That one, that was pretty okay. Uh, at the time, we were still figuring out the formula, so mm-hmm. we played at the wrong time, or like everybody was just trying to go to the show. Sure. And then we played in the parking lot, but we pl- played in the area of like where the handicap people handicap parking is. Okay. So no one was really there, but eventually, like uh, like we were able to like work out a pretty good amount of crowd. But like the cops, I mean the security guard shows up, and then like that—that that was it. So what is the? I mean, if if this is a secret formula, you you don't have to tell me, man. But um, what is the uh, what's the formula? You know, like if Metallica goes on at eight, you know, when do you go over? We we go after. Okay. Yeah. So we're, we we became pretty much the after party band okay. in the area. Yeah. So did you ever play before a concert, like as people were going in? Yeah, in the beginning, you we, we did. And then, like, people were just trying to go to the show. <laughs> and then, yeah. like, they just, yeah. So they're all hyped up about that show. But this time, when we play after, they're hyped up about a show and they want to see more. So For they sure. just go and then they see us outside. That's awesome. So you just wait where everybody's coming out. Yeah, pretty much. Sometimes we play throughout the night too, though. It really depends. Yeah, there's one time um, at St. Patty's Day we played like three times. We played the beginning, in the middle, and the, the end. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> How do you do that? <laughs> we just do it, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like on, on, when we were on tour, uh, we were we played I think 20 shows in six days. Wow. We're, we're playing three or four times a day. Yeah, it was like, very tiring, but like the the outcome was like was pretty good. <laughs> you just like hop into town and set up shop and play and get on your way and go somewhere else and do it again. Yeah, yeah. For example, like uh, from San Francisco to like LA, there's like three, four other, I think two or three more major cities. Uh huh. So we're on the way there anyway. So we just like go there, spend like thirty minutes, back up, leave. And then go to the next town. That way, it gives me a rest from driving, too. Jeez. Yeah, I so can't even imagine. Man. Eight. <laughs> it, it's like you guys. It's like you work out the hardest way to be a band. Like you, like you can't just be independent anymore. Like you have to hustle so hard to, like, if you want to make it and like. It's just funny, like you're you're telling me like three shows a day and then traveling overnight to different places so you can do it again the next day, like 20, 20 shows in six days. That is crazy. You guys are crazy. Yeah, yeah, it sounds crazy. Like looking back at it now. Yeah. Well, at the time we were just like, well, fuck it, we're just gonna do it. I get it. Yeah, for sure, dude. I just don't know if I could commit to something like that. I mean, like. I mean, I guess if I was, you know, in the right situation, like you are, I, it's, yeah. it's insane. That's an insane yeah, yeah. amount of commitment to this idea of like, you know, this is what I want. I can see it. I can visualize it. And now I'm going to get it. And like, if I have to play, if I have to travel all around and play three shows a day, I'm going to do it. Like that's fucking impressive, man. Thank you, man. Yeah, yeah dude. 
Like that's real. That's real grit. Yeah, that's real grit. Like, um, and I mean, I respect I respect the hustle completely because, like, like I said, I've been playing music my whole life too. Um, I get it. You know, I I wish nothing but success for you guys. And I hope when you do finally start playing arenas and shit like that, that you still like play an after party show in the parking lot. Yeah, that's the, yeah we got to do that for sure. That's, <laughs> that's something I will never give up because like, it's more fun that way. You know? Yeah. Like, for example, if we open up for like, like an arena band, how awesome would it, it would be to go back to, to a dive bar after and that play. And then there's gonna be like all our friends that showed up for the show, and like now we got to get to party with them. That's like the best feeling in the world. For real, dude. I I completely agree. Um, now I'm in Pennsylvania, so I'm a long way away from you. Wow. But, um, have you guys ever played out this way? Not yet, but we are planning on uh, going that way very very soon. Are you uh, gonna take gonna the bus? Yeah, we're gonna do. We want to do the bus completely for like. Till we feel like we can pack houses, okay. you know, and, and maybe we not even have to anymore. Maybe the game changed after that. We'll never know. But right now we're gonna do the bus and we gotta go around the country with it. Yeah, because um, it's been really cool. That's that's kind of a big deal too. Taking that whole setup all around uh, the United States. Um. Do you uh like how how long would that take? Like, are you talking like thirty days? Maybe, maybe. I don't know. We we might do it parts by part. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, since like we make all the merch ourselves, maybe in like a weekend our merch runs out, and then we can we'll figure something out. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I understand. Yeah, there's a lot of factors to it. No, but we are we are think start starting to talk and think about like. What are we gonna do for the rest of the country? Because like, this is pretty cool. <laughs> Whatever we're doing, uh, we we get to enjoy ourselves. Because like, when you're on tour as a band, you don't really get to enjoy every city. Right. You know, you you, just, you go you go to a city, like uh, like you you check in really early. Like sometimes bands even check in at noon. Mm-hmm. You know, and like you just you have to stay in the area. Where like for us, we don't have to load in and out. Right. You can like drive somewhere. And then like walk around, you know, like uh, h- hang out with some people, and then like eventually play. Mm-hmm. Um, so, do, you ever, like, uh, do you ever go to the concerts? Yeah, sometimes like the bands like ask us to go inside. For real? Yeah, yeah like DRI got us into their show, and like uh, I, I think really Slash cool. did. Yeah, yeah, this is like pretty cool. Yeah. Did you say Slash? Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, but I don't think he knew he knew that we were got we got in there uh-huh. because like there's people over people, kind of. Thing, yeah, you know? yeah, I got you. Yeah, like his his crew has a crew that's in another crew. Like yeah, yeah, but yeah, but like one of his like one of the people that worked for him, like knew knew who we were and what we were doing. So was he, like, it he like got a in. solo show? Yeah. But, How was it? Yeah, it was Miles Kennedy. Yeah, it was it was good. Yeah, he still got it. He still got the chops. Yeah, I was yeah. never like a huge Slash fan. Like I know, like I know yeah. Guns and Roses and stuff, but I don't really know like yeah. much else that he does. Is it pretty good? Yeah, he's really good though. But... Yeah. Yeah, 
he's awesome. Like, uh, he, it's crazy. He can still like play really well. Yeah, for, like, yeah. His age, and he looks the same, man. Like, what he the does, fuck is this guy doing? He does. <laughs> dude, like, does no white hair. Yeah. Yeah, that's. I mean, he's wearing the hat. He's probably hiding everything bad, you know. Like he takes off his hat, the power, his, all his powers come out. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean. <laughs> so, have you guys ever played? Have you guys ever played somewhere where you like straight up just don't belong or like fit in, like after like an Elton John concert or something like that? You know, you know, we did Billy Eilish, man. Did you? <laughs> How'd it go? I bet it probably went well. Yeah. Again? I said, "How did it go?" Oh, how did it go? It was awesome. Yeah, it probably yeah. went. It probably went well. Yeah, yeah, it always goes well though. Like, uh, we did like a Guar movie screening too. That was pretty oh, cool. Fuck yeah, like in front of a movie theater. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do you not get the was, cops calling on you? I don't get it. Sometimes it does. In the beginning, it did, and then I think right now they're they're getting used to it now. Yeah. You know, like it's becoming a normal thing. Like yesterday, we just did four twenty. It's like a big event in San Francisco. Yeah. And then there's so many cops and probation officers there, but they didn't stop us. No shit. Yeah. Everybody just, just like, like smoking cool. weed. Yeah. <laughs> and enjoy that, themselves. Yeah, it's crazy how um different, you know, where I'm from is from where you are. That would never happen here. It's crazy. Eventually it'll happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm absolutely. I mean, it's it's yeah. a lot. Let me say this. It's a lot different than it used to be. Um, there's still kind of like a weird uh, stigma that, you know, I mean, I obviously don't understand, but like, you know, it's still there. Like I know, I know a lot of people that um, even have medical cards that still like keep it on the low. You know, it's like they don't. Oh, work. really? Wow. Right. Yeah, it's it's different here, man. It's you know. Okay. Um, that's, that's good to know <laughs> because like we're, <laughs> when we go that way, we're gonna be more low key about what we do, you know. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I mean, like, I really don't know, like, the law well enough to like accurately tell you what would happen if you got caught smoking pot or something like that. It probably wouldn't be yeah. that big of a deal. Um, you know, but it just yeah, it's it screws are a little tighter around here on that kind of stuff. Um, but like, I, you know, like you said, uh, it's definitely way better than it used to be, I would say. Um, but either way, I mean, like there's still, there's a ton of people. I know in my town, people would come out and see you guys if you were here. Um, you know, we are an hour and a half east of Pittsburgh. Um, obviously, Pittsburgh would love it. Um, yeah, that's you know, pretty cool. It's good to know, man. Uh, yeah, dude. Yeah, we're just kind of winging this whole thing at the same time, you know. I think so, yeah. like uh, the 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 tour kind of we just had an idea where to go, and then like it it kind of it changed a bunch as we go along because people are like telling us to go this way, go that way, you know, like right. And it's it's been a really cool like interaction with like everybody too. It's like a scavenger hunt. Yeah, for sure. Um, so uh, how did you guys get through COVID? What was that like for the band? It was good, man. Like, uh, like when when the when they first started, we had a store. We opened up a store in Oakland. Okay. For uh, for our business and like to throw shows at. So um, when it when it started, we got robbed. We lost everything. We lost our scripting equipment, music equipment, everything, man. Oh shit. And then at the same time, uh, yeah, 
it sucks, dude. Like a car really ran into like our wall and took all our shit. Holy so shit. we lost we lost everything. And then like uh three days after that I found um a warehouse in in San Francisco where because that's where we live at. Mm-hmm. And the it was like built by this engineer that just left because the business folded when like everything started. So we swooped in, so we were able to like like get a new spot and then like we just like uh craigslist most of, most of our equipment and try to get it back you know like try to like buy buy new, new equipment yeah. and like within like the, the month like we were able to rebuild and like ready to go Jeez. and then uh that's crazy yeah it is, it is right it's like it's, it's an, it was pretty intense but like i don't know how we did it we we just kind of just doing it we did, we when when it happened to us, we weren't bummed. We were just like, okay, what what, what are we gonna do next? Right. How are we gonna make this work now? You know, like we didn't have time to like to like really like take that. Uh, I guess we're just resilient enough. Yeah, man. Yeah, and then, uh, yeah, and then the second year of uh, the 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 pandemic, like uh, that's me and Toby were like, hey. I want to do this shit full time, like no matter what. Like, are you in? As like, he's in, and then like we talked to like our band members at the time, and their their like their their life wasn't aligning with ours. Mm-hmm. So uh, we just part part of the ways, and we found that's when we found Ron, and then we've been going hard since. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. So, so now yeah, I guess it was good. Now it's good. I mean, we're doing really good. Yeah. I feel like uh, there's this like we we had a second win, you know. Yeah, no doubt. Um, yeah. Do you guys have new music coming out anytime soon, or anything that you know? Uh... Yeah, it, it's been out actually. Like we've just been selling it through uh, physical copies because mm-hmm. we want people to like talk about it in the underground first before we actually release it online. Dude. Um, yeah. <laughs> so so yeah, we're gonna have like two new songs. And then we're going to go back to the studio very soon to like record another couple. And then uh, we're just going to keep that cycle going. That's awesome. Yeah. That's such a good idea, Thanks. dude. Yeah. How is the new music? Is it good? Yeah, it was really good. Like the the guy that was that we were working with, like uh, he's, he's really good. He's like, I think he's going to be the next guy. For sure. And like, you know, like in the Bay Area. And um, yeah, like it's 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 gonna be good. It's like fast and then like really groovy at the same time. That's awesome. Like it's gonna be hemorrhage. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you guys, man. That's so cool. Thank you, man. Yeah. Thank well, you. Well, I mean, like hard work, dude. Hard work. Like I feel like a lot of people, you know, need to understand that like hard work does pay off. And you guys are a great example to look to like look these guys grind they do it all and you know it's obviously hard but you know it's paying off and i mean like i said earlier like i wish nothing but the best for you guys i want i want this thank you man yeah and like you'll get there obviously because like you're you're honest hard workers and you're you know like actually doing it as opposed to just talking about it so yeah like i always respect a good hustle when i see the. i mean i agree with you completely um, like you said with uh, rappers, um, you know, they can they can hustle like this. Why can't we? Um, being in a metal band's not easy. You can't, yeah. you know, you, like 
you get you're in a sea of a million other metal bands that have logos that you know are all similar they all have artwork that are similar blah 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 and like you guys have made a concerted effort to stand out and like it works and i just feel like a lot of bands or maybe not a lot of bands but a lot of future musicians could take a lesson from a band like you or a guy like you um and understand that it like it really depends on something that sets you apart from the crowd and you have to do it and you have to do it well um and like i just i think you guys just hit the nail on the head with that message thank you man yeah that's what i'm trying to do <laughs> yeah no doubt i really appreciate that absolutely dude absolutely um so is there anything else uh that you want to you know uh cover talk about is there anything in the works that's coming up uh not yet we're still kind of like want to keep everything under wraps <laughs> but yeah. we are working on a lot of shit like it's gonna be it's, it's gonna be really cool like it's gonna be like some uh some off the wall shit that we're gonna do in the next okay. couple months very cool yeah um and uh I got one more question for you. I pretty much ask everybody this question, but uh, like, yeah. what's what's your what's your passion uh, and like about playing live? What's your favorite parts? You know, what what do you get out of it? Uh, like connecting people, man, or like being connected with everybody. Mm-hmm. It, that's uh, I think that's the most beautiful thing. Like people rocking out to like the, the sounds that we're making, and it's fun. <laughs> um well hey i'll tell you what um now's a good time you know what are your what are your plugs what do you want to plug uh heavy metal buds those guys are cool uh las vegas stall bikes they trade us so well ob a rattle house uh, hoods hoods of sacramento those guys are really cool um well so those we've been working with uh oc sound studios and the hodge those guys are really cool yeah, uh, I think that's it. That's all I got right now. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> where, and everybody where... in LA, dude, forget about that. Yeah, for sure. Everybody in LA, and then like the the pedicab drivers in like uh, Santa Monica Beach and Venice Beach, those guys are super, super cool. They, they like gave us a whole free tour when we were down there. So yeah. Damn. Dude, uh, where can people find uh, Hemorrhage? uh hemorrhage.net and our instagram hemorrhage sf okay and you guys are on all streaming spotify apple music yeah stuff yep yeah yeah and uh the new stuff we might just release it exclusively on our website because it's like it's cool like that we'll see we'll see how it goes we haven't decided yet i like how you have complete control over like what you do and when you do it and how you do it yeah, it's cool, right? Like, I get to do whatever I want within my own time. I don't, I, I'm like stress free. Fucking it's, right. It's dude. Crazy. Yeah, like, we're, we're on tour. There's, we weren't stressful at all. We're just having a good time. That's because awesome. we don't have to like deal with anybody. So was, and we're, everything else was a surprise. So, it was <laughs> cool. Hell yeah. Well, hey, uh, thanks for coming on the show, dude. I really appreciate it. And it was so cool talking to you. Um, I, uh, I, like, you're, you really inspire me, honestly. Like, it, thank you, man. I like, really appreciate uh, I'm glad. What you guys are doing. Yeah, 
I'm, I'm glad that uh, whatever we're doing is like affecting people in a positive way.